could possibly know about angioplasty, replacement parts, local anaesthetic and arthroscopic surgery, but they never paid any attention to her explanations. Having worked as a teacher, however, Annalisa was used to not being listened to. It's sheer lunacy to get spare parts at the age of ninety, Siri said. Everyone else agreed. Do you think you'll live to be a hundred, girls? The ambassador asked, laying his cards down on the table and straightening his tie. He always dressed correctly, as befitted a former diplomat, in a smart shirt, tie, brown smoking jacket, and straight-legged trousers, which was nice, since many of the men at Sunset Grove shambled around in ugly tracksuits. On important days and Sundays, the ambassador wore a tidy suit with an oak leaf veteran's insignia on the lapel. It's not as if it matters what we think, Siri said, because that's what she thought. I wouldn't want to be that old, though. If it wasn't the hat lady who died last week, I wonder who it was, Emma said. She was very curious and always on the lookout for gossip at Sunset Grove. Her information on this event had been proved wrong, and so, understandably, she was a little upset about it. It was that boy, the cook. Terror, I think his name was, Annalisa said, laying down three sevens. Siri's head buzzed and her throat felt dry. She stared at Annalisa. She couldn't believe that Terro could be dead. Irma, on the other hand, looked delighted at the news because she remembered that she'd heard about it before and then promptly forgotten about it. That's right! You really liked Terro, didn't you, Siri? Was his name Terro? Have you noticed how young men nowadays all have two-syllable names? Terro, Passi, Vesa, Tommy? Imagine my not telling you about it right away. I heard about it yesterday from the masseurs, but after all her pummeling, I was so worn out that I just had a whiskey and went to bed. My doctor has prescribed whiskey for my... Uh, my... everything. Look, I've got two sevens for you, Annalisa. Suddenly, Siri felt sad. She missed Tero so much that her stomach hurt. How was it possible that such a healthy young man could die while ninety-four-year-olds never seemed to? Siri had read in the paper that once you live to be ninety, you stopped aging. How horrible. That meant that overaged people like her were late for their death. First, everybody died, friends, spouses. Then nobody did. Two of Siri's children were already dead, her eldest son from too much alcohol and her youngest from too much food. He'd been the baby of the family, a handsome athletic boy when he was young, but then he ate himself to such a girth doing nothing outside work, driving everywhere he went, eating pizza and crisps and smoking cigarettes. It was called affluenza when a person reaches such a high standard of living that they die from it at the age of sixty-five. But Terrell, the cook at Sunset Grove, was thirty-five if he was a day, and he hadn't looked sick at all. On the contrary, he'd been glowing with good health, the way only a healthy young man can, 
Broad shoulders, strong hands, good colour in his face. That was the kind of person he was. And when he smiled, he had dimples in both cheeks. Their friendship had begun over the mashed potatoes. The Sunset Grove cafeteria served mashed potatoes altogether too often. They never offered rice. They thought that old people didn't have any teeth, and mashed potatoes would go down easily like baby food. None of the food was ever salted, and unminced meat was something they could only dream of. Siri didn't like mashed potatoes, so Tero kindly arranged to have some other side dish for her under the counter, some carrots or beetroot or something. After lunch, he would come over to her table for a cup of coffee, and when Siri asked if he had a girlfriend, he said that he didn't need one because he had her. They had a way of flirting like that, and it was fun. A kind